This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reactions Preview Series. Our show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal game, get our thoughts, predictions, lineups, etc., and your thoughts, of course, in the chat box as well. And as per, I'm always joined by one or more of our expert members. And today I'm joined by Ojo. How are you doing, mate? Are you well? I'm doing fine, Tom. The situation in India is not very great. Yeah, I talked about that yesterday on the Let's Talk Arsenal show. Zamir messaged me about this. Can you actually give some kind of kind of background about the situation, what's going on, give people a little bit of an education about this? Because in the UK, obviously, we're a little bit blinkered, I feel, to what's going on outside. So tell us. No, right now, actually, the city I am in, we are in lockdown. We started lockdown from today, actually. Um, but the situation is very severe, especially in the northern parts of India. Actually, throughout India, it is not necessarily the pandemic, but the lack of infrastructure to cater to the people who need medical needs. So just an hour back, I got a message from one of my you know, distant relatives that he passed away just now. He was supposed to get discharged from the hospital. But oh, wow. it is, it is, uh, it's very harrowing here. Yeah, um, and I think there's obviously there's a lot of outlets that people can go and donate to and, and can try and help the situation. So I encourage all of you to please look into it. Please do some research on it because um, it is a very worthwhile cause to, to look into supporting. Um, we have obviously got a huge game f- from an Arsenal perspective tomorrow. It's, it is the biggest game of our season. Um it's been probably a difficult time, Ojo, but as football, it's not been the best of distractions, Arsenal, this season. We've not been the best of teams whatsoever. Um, so, how, I mean, how have you found things? How are you feeling about tomorrow, Holy, and, and what are your thoughts and feelings around it? No, but going with the current situation, it's very hard for me to concentrate on football, per se, mm. but Arsenal don't make it easy anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, going in Emery, it's it's almost like it was written when you left the club. You know, he was going to come back to haunt us someday. I'm expecting him to, you know, sit right now. We're probably sitting with all the Arsenal videos, checking how Saka is going to run it. You know, the way he does his homework. So I expect this team to be fully prepared. 
for you know for us tomorrow. Yeah, I'm hoping that we are going to see obviously some reaction to the form that we've gone into of late because it's not been good. The Everton game, whilst I thought I thought we were the better side to be honest during the game, and and, and obviously came out of a horrific. Uh, loss of points because of a huge mistake on Leno's part. We'll have a discussion about him a little bit later too. Um, but there was some good news in regards to kind of fitness of players this morning that came out from the press conference. We've seen that there are players in contention that I had absolutely no hope of of seeing. Uh, Kieran Tierney and Alexandre Lacazette being the two main ones. Aubameyang is in contention as well, but we kind of knew that from the way he's been in, in training. David Luiz is another one that has big question marks about whether he could be actually involved as well. So that will give us a boost, though, Joe, seeing that we're getting these players back. Yes, Tom, but the truth is, right, every time a player comes back from injury for our team, it takes them four weeks to get back into match form. So it, them being available for the game actually is... You know, redundant for us, especially with Oba with this form, it has been horrible throughout the season. Even for Tierney, right? Was he actually very good before he got injured? He just came back from another injury, he was struggling, and as he came into form, he got injured again. So uh, I think we'll have to put our ropes on the players who are currently already fit in the team, then, you know, hoping the ones who are coming back from injury will come and save us because this season nobody actually has stepped up to the plate, you know, when called for. No, they haven't. You're 100% spot on. And we need these guys to really kind of step up to the plate at the moment. And we're needing kind of the senior players to, to really be our, our heroes in a way this season because they've not done that at the start. It's been very much an emphasis on the young players to drag us to the point where we're at. And ultimately, if you, your senior guys aren't going to step up, this is where you sit in the league. This is where you're going to be because you can't rely on just youth all the time. I know people are desperate for Martinelli to play more. I see people desperate to see Aziz and Balogun come in, but you can only have so many really young players in your team at times. You need to find that balance. And it's been tricky to do that with how poor in form a lot of our players have been so far. What do you think in regards to... Because the defence... I mean, let's talk about the lineups because you've gone for a very kind of... Um, let me just remove this off the screen quickly. Uh, you've gone for, obviously... There's a lot of players in there that are, we're hoping are going to be fit and available. I'm interested by a few of your, your takes with Cedric being in there. Why Why is it Cedric you've gone for and not Chambers? I feel that Cedric gives us uh, a little more stability in defence so compared to Chambers. He's used to that position and uh, he's used to playing in big games compared to Chambers who's come back from, you know, his season has been good till now. All the games that he has played, he has been decent. But I still put Cedric in there for his experience. You know, so that uh, it is not uh, resting a lot on Saka or Pepe. Cedric also can put balls in and be a cover in defence. Cedric is also used to playing international games. He played the Euros as well. I think playing a semi-final should be, you know, slightly easier for him compared to Chambers. And you've gone with uh, the defensive partnership of David Luiz um, and Gabriel um, because, I mean, we've, we've very much kind of been uh, of the minds that... The other combinations, it be it holding a Gabriel or Marie and Louise, can't really work. Louise is back in training, which is great. We don't know if he's going to be 100% fit, but you prefer these two over Marie and holding. Uh, my thoughts are hopefully everyone is fit and available. So that's why I put uh, Louise and Tierney in there. Um, when Louise has not been playing, we don't have much uh, 
balls being played out from the back. We've been more dependent on our midfield to carry the ball, and that's why we've been struggling. Gabriel, I mean, David Luis and Gabriel at least give us an out ball. Especially Gabriel with his pace, you know, he should be able to handle the wingers on that side of Tierney. Uh, especially when Tierney is bombing forward, combining with Pepe on the left. And David Lewis always gives us an out ball so that we are not uh, dependent on just Jacka or Partey. Even Partey has been struggling with his uh, uh, ball retention and uh, passing. So David Lewis can at least help us break the lines when possible. Now, Tierney being back is obviously a big, big boost to us. If he does, of course, start, they say he's in contention for the game. We don't know if he's going to be able to start. Uh, I'll show you. I've made a couple of lineups with kind of some tweaks based upon who will be available. Um, but Tierney being back is huge because, I mean, for a lot of people, they've just felt that Xhaka should not be playing in that left-back role. He just it, it was all right against Sheffield United, more so because it was Sheffield United and he's become more and more exposed week on week. So how much of a boost is getting Tierney back in contention? It is definitely better than having Shaka there left back. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually not very sure about Tierney this game. I don't want him to be rushed back from injury, uh, injury so soon. I'm not sure whether he's fully fit, whether he can play, and even if he plays, whether he's you know able to uh, give us his 100%. Because if he is not fully fit, we know that his crosses are never going to land inside the box. They're always going to land by the corner flag. And uh, especially when it's not fully fit, his concentration goes during defenses. So I think it's up to Arteta to make a call whether he has to put a half-fit Tierney or uh, change the formation. I would rather us play three at the back than shoe on Jaka left back. But one thing I'm surprised is you never asked me why I didn't put Matt Ryan except in, instead of Leno. Yeah, that, I mean that. I've, I've, I mean a spoiler alert. I've picked Ryan um, in my team. Tell me, explain to me why I should be putting more faith in the guy that has let us down a few times this season in big moments. It's not necessarily faith. It's more of a test, you know, because Matt Ryan is not a player. Uh, whether we like it or not, he's going to leave us at the end of the season. Maybe we might sign him back, but mm. I'm not sure about that. But uh, this is a test for Leno whether he should be in the squad for next season. If the Cronkies are, you know... Honest in their words, and they're going to yeah. uh, invest in the team. Then, and if Leno can't do his part, especially in this game, um, then we might have to look into getting a better keeper next season. Maybe not selling Leno, but relegating him to the you know squad player or substitute keeper position. But and also, I feel that Leno plays better when he's under pressure. I think he would have played better again, even in the last game in Everton. If Everton was attacking us, I think he, he kind of zones off in matches when he's not constantly under pressure or having shots to face. So I think, I think yeah, yeah. Yes, no, I, I was just going to say, I think that it, I don't mind if Leno plays for me. Like it's, it's not a big, big deal. I'm not going to be slamming Arteta for starting Leno, although if he makes a massive mistake, you never know. Um, I, I've gone with Ryan because I, I just feel like from a mental standpoint, Leno's kind of concentration, his stress levels are just a bit shot right now. And maybe he needs to be taken out of the the spotlight. I don't mind a lone player playing, and I know he's not a player. But I mean, I'll, I'll throw back at Devil's Advocate. You've picked Erdogan at ten over Emil Smith Rowe, who is also not our player. So tell me about that decision. So my my other point is Erdogan uh, used to play for Real Madrid. He's used to the big occasions. How good is Matt Ryan when it comes to a semi final? You know, where it's you know 
very imperative that he stays on top of his game. Leno was, has been pretty good throughout the season, except for, you know, his once in a while, you know, stupidities. I actually expect Leno to do better this game because the pressure is on him to perform. Uh, he seems to do, especially, you know, I, I actually thought he was in contention of player of the year till he started doing his usual Lenoisms. So, I feel that, you know, he, he's, still, he's still in over... Maybe if Martinez was here, we would have a different... <laughs> oh, we're not talking about him. <laughs> it's too painful talking about Martinez. Um, in the front line, you've got Lacazette in there. Obviously, he's probably the least likely of the forwards to be fit. Um, he's in contention, as we're being told, which is great. Um, but if it, And you said that you basically picked this as if everyone is fit and available. So why have you gone with Lacazette over Aubameyang for the game? Yeah, Villarreal are very good defenders, and so we need someone who's able to basically come fight against them and give us some kind of ball retention. If we put Aba in, then we basically we are neglecting ball retention in our game play, and we are only expecting our midfield to get through balls through the defense to attack their goal. I feel that Aba in his current state is coming back from malaria. It is not an easy situation to come back from. So I would rather have, like I said, if he is fit. So that we can at least have some you know, domination in the midfield. Because like I said, it seems to drop all the way to the halfway line these days, letting the wingers cross it. So we can at least overload the midfield with like I said. Um, what are the other options we have anyway? We can't play Eddie MKT or... Yeah, no, <laughs> just, just, just no on to Eddie and Ketty. Just, uh, yeah, I'm so, I'm done with it right now. It's a case of moving on in the summer, get as much money for you, for him as we feasibly can. Um, to throw you into my couple of selections for the first one, uh, I have gone for Chambers at right backs. So I think as though, I, as I have, I've already said, Ryan, um, holding a Marie, I like kind of Marie's calmness. I like how good he's been for us. And it's not a criticism of Gabriel because they've both been really good. It's a shame that both our left-sided centre-backs are really good and it's not a balance between the two. This is a lineup basically based around Tierney being fit. Xhaka and Partey in the middle is the obvious choice then if Tierney is fit. Uh, Erdogan and Emil Smith-Rowe is a pair that I love seeing play together. It's the only pair that I think you can kind of combine with Aubameyang um, in, in the team. That's why I've gone with Aubameyang here and not Lacazette. Because I feel like a team with Saka, Erdogan and Emil Smith-Rowe is going to create a lot of chances in the box for Aubameyang. The alternative is, is if we don't have Tierney available to us, uh, I've switched things up quite considerably. I'm done with Xhaka at left-back. If Tierney's not fit, I think we should be moving Saka into that left-back position if we're not having Tierney available and fit for us. That allows Xhaka to move back into the central part of the midfield. Pepe then comes in for me with Martinelli playing on the right and Lacazette playing. So if Lacazette is playing... I think that helps us with, you were saying already, Ojo, about the ball retention. I feel like if you've got Erdogan and Smith-Rowe in there, you don't necessarily need that as much because you've got a higher chance creation kind of frequency. So I think that's why I've gone with that direction there. And Martinelli comes in because we just don't have Saka there anymore because he's playing at left back. And I can't bring myself to pick Willian. I just can't do it. So Martinelli's on that side for me in those two scenarios. It's going to be a really... Really tricky game for Arsenal to try and navigate. Villarreal are absolutely no mugs whatsoever. What are your thoughts around them as opponents? And whilst you're getting those thoughts in, in the chat box, guys, if we can start getting our predictions, we'll read some of those out in a second. What, what do you feel about Villarreal, Ojo? I have not actually watched them play this season. So I'm just going by what uh, football Twitter and YouTube says. 
but uh, yeah. from what emery has been speaking about this i think is going to come and sit back throughout the game the amount of praise is talking about how arsenal are good as he seen the table where we are <laughs> yeah you think i mean he loves studying the opposition so surely he sit us play yeah. like, surely <laughs> yeah. no, the, we are actually 3 points uh, less than villarreal in the table currently i think they are seventh in their own table and we yeah. are I don't know where we are. We are just not where we need to be. It's not worth uh, looking at, mate. It's not worth. <laughs> don't do it to yourself, mate. Yeah. So I expect him to say because he is very meticulous. I don't think Embry can change him. I don't expect him to be the protagonist, no matter how much he likes that word. So he is going to come back and sit back, and he will try to exploit our left back position because he knows that we are weak there, and probably try to press our centre backs. I I think if he's smart enough he'll go the same way that Leicester set up their own team you know when they played us when we were home but uh, hopefully Emery is still the Emery at Arsenal at Villarreal so we can make something out of this game Yeah I'm hoping that he overthinks the game to be honest I'm really hoping he's done that thing that he did time and time again when he was an Arsenal coach overthink it he was obviously as the Arsenal manager he kind of knows the players pretty well he knows what they're about we have changed a fair bit I think I think we've changed a lot under Arteta it's not necessarily being so fruitful right now but I think we have changed quite a bit so I'm hoping that that level of unpredictability and the different team selections that we've got available to us will make it difficult for them to predict what we're going to do. I hope we see kind of a performance as we did against Slavia Prague. We don't necessarily need bundles of possession to win our games. Slavia Prague had most of the possession in that game and we hit them with four great goals on the counter and just basically they played into our hands and I want to see us do that same thing when we travel to Spain tomorrow. And let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box with regards to predictions and I'll come to Ojo for his. Uh, let's go for Jared Carver who says 2-0 to the Arsenal. Daniel Roberts says easy 1-3-1 one, one to the Arsenal. Um, we're going for Mr. Joe Coe says 2-2 two, two, pragmatically or 2-1 optimistically. Uh, Steve Stonebrook is going to be a dull 1-1. One, one. JD Davidson says 3-1 Arsenal I would go back three if Tini is not available. Um, Zamir says, young hair gel two, good evening hair gel one. <laughs> uh, Dewey says, 5-1, easy win Villarreal and La Liga is overrated. Wow. Uh, Marley says, 2-1 uh, Arsenal win. Pablo A, uh, hashtag four gang in the chat, uh, says 3-0 Arsenal and Vinny Eagle uh, says 2-2. Two, two. Little faith in this team of bottlers and uh, Melons is going for 3-1 to the Arsenal as well. I, I'm i going to go for a confident 3-1 uh, win. Um, what are you going for, Ojo? No, I think it'll be a good game. I think we will be dominant. Uh, famous last words, but uh, I expect us to keep a clean sheet. Maybe we don't score three or four goals. Maybe I think it'll be 2-0 to the Arsenal. Good stuff. Now, if you didn't know already, uh, Daniel Eck, of, of course, the Spotify co-founder, is is currently about to do a interview. Uh, I'm starting work in about 15 minutes. So there's not going to be a show covering that today, but hopefully there'll be one tomorrow, either in, early in the morning or a little bit later on the afternoon to cover that. We've heard from the Cronkies. We know that we're not expecting sales, but we'll see how this turns out. A massive thank you to Andrew Hardy in the chat for becoming a member. Much appreciate the support, Andrew, as always. Um, and we've obviously got a really interesting game tomorrow with this fixture. It is the most important game of the season, but we cannot forget that football is a microcosm of our lives and we need to focus on things a lot further afield. And as I think you can see from Ojo's uh, name tag there, 
you need to educate yourselves a little bit about what's going on around the world right now, especially in India. In the UK, we are recovering exceptionally quickly. And I think that has meant that people have kind of forgot that this is actually still a really big problem in a lot of places around the world. So if you can offer any support financially in any other way to the great causes that are trying to set up help for these countries such as India that are in great need of it, please, please do. Ojo, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on this afternoon. I really wish you the best and I hope things improve for you and uh, and your country as well. I really appreciate your time, though. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tom. And one, one more message to Mr. Rick, you know, in case you're watching this before going into your interview. I'm switching my family over to Spotify Premium. Let's make, let's make the deal happen. Okay. I mean, I'm already on it, so I've yeah. I've shown my support. But no, fair play if you haven't already, guys. I mean, we need to we need to be bankrolling this guy. <laughs> we need to be. I know this is could be a huge publicity stunt, and we're playing into his hands. But I don't care. The thought process that Cronky could go is overwhelming. <laughs> but thank you ever so much, people, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time this afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow for another couple of shows. One, of course, will be straight after the game on Thursday evening. So make sure you tune in for that. And we've got plenty of shows coming up in the week. Got a good show coming up on Friday at 5 p.m. as always. And always the shows of the weekend covering the weekend's matches, although they don't particularly matter anywhere near as much. Fingers crossed for the game tomorrow. It's been a pleasure to speak to you as always. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.